The idea of a temporary fandoms podcast had been knocking around for a while when two things happened that kicked it into action. One was Ewan's enthusiasm for the idea, which I knew was the fuel the project needed to get off the ground. The other was a global pandemic that radically redrew the parameters of how we talk to each other and the time we had to invest in this particularly nerdy enterprise. We launched more or less a year ago with a pilot episode on ESG. It seemed to take us a long time to draw this episode together as we struggled with the right format to convert an album a day Facebook group into a podcast. And over the last 20 episodes, we've hammered out an approach that I think works. But ESG are too good a band to consign to history. And as you'll learn on this episode, it's too often been their fate. So we dusted down Zoe's fabulous introductions and held a new roundtable discussion with some special guests. I hope you'll agree that this time around, we've done ESG justice. If you're not listening to the Spotify playlist edit of the show, which you can find linked from our show notes, please do take the time to go and listen to these records. Or better still, go and buy them. ESG deserve it. You'll find us in all the places where podcasts gather, as well as on tempfans.com and on Beat Rehab. But seriously, after so many episodes on really well-known bands, I hope some of you will take the time to listen to and discover the subject of this reissued and revamped episode of the incomparable... ESG. Hello there, welcome to Temporary Fandoms. Um, I'm Ewan. I'm Nick. And this is episode something. Um, at, at present, we don't know when the episode is going to go out. Um, it, let's just call it a bonus and you'll see why later. Um, before we start, and we'll say this at the end, but we just have to repeat it quite a lot at the moment. Um, like us where you find your podcast, subscribe, follow, whatever whatever it is you have to do, whether it's on Spotify, whether it is on Apple Podcasts. We have an Instagram account. Um, there's links in the bio to all the Spotify playlists. Come and find us and you know, say hi. Um, Nick, what's the Facebook one? The Facebook group is uh, facebook.com slash groups slash tempfans. Thank you very much. And obviously, um, we are no longer doing the fall. Um, it wasn't bad. Some of us enjoyed it more than <laughs> others. It was all right. Fuck off, you. It was better than I thought it would be. Um, so what are we doing today? Well, um, if you have listened to all of our episodes, well done. Um, but also, you will notice that there was one called Pilot. When we first started this pod, we were really excited and we really wanted to do band we are going to do today but we didn't know what we were doing we recorded half a round table and eventually just put it out there so we could move on planning to come back to it which we didn't but now we are so rejoining us to do esg is pod favorite zoe van hess hello zoe hello fantastic <laughs> your microphone is working sorry we've had some technical issues in the preamble to this um, rejoining us, uh, last time you heard him was him saying that long can is the best can, Chris Whitby. I, st- I still stand by it as well. It's a, it's a way I live my life. <laughs> and um, joining us for the first time, we're very excited to have writer and broadcaster, Cherie Amore. Um, hello. Hello there. Hi. Fantastic. And, sh- and for narrative fans of the pod um, who previously listened to the fall episodes when we had the wonderful Flitz Kitson on, Flitz and Cherie were in a band back called Violet Violet. I've written down Color twice. And Cherie is also writing the upcoming book on ESG for the 33 and the third series from, is it Bloomsbury? 
Yes, it yes. is. Same as Harry Potter. Mm. She's she's writing a Harry Potter. You heard that here first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, um, we're going to keep the introduction brief, as you do. Um, the next voice you're going to hear will be Zoe, as she will talk you through the, the history and the discography of ESG. Um, find the Spotify playlist. Best option is either to go to tempfans.com and click on one of the links on the player, or go to maybe our Instagram account, where we've got a little link tree that can take you directly there. Um, if you are in Spotify, find us as a user as opposed to finding the podcast. But if you find the podcast, ah, yeah, you'll find it. I mean, come on. I mean, it's, it's, it's 2021, computers and stuff. Anyway, we'll be back in a bit. ESG were initially a band made up of four teenage sisters plus a friend on congas from the South Bronx in New York. They formed in the late 1970s, released their first record in 1981, and were still releasing material as recently as 2017. The current incarnation of ESG features the children of original members, and they're still touring. If you think you've never heard a scrap of ESG, you're probably wrong. If you've heard any of the following tracks... Ain't No Half-Stepping, Big Daddy Kane, Yes Sir, MF Doom featuring Raekwon, Return of the Mac, Mark Morrison, Night of the Living Baseheads, Public Enemy, Let's Ride, Q-Tip, R.I.P., Prodigy, Take a Rest, Gangstar, Putting Shame in Your Game, Beastie Boys, Fantasy, Miles Davis, Metal, Nine Inch Nails, Lesson 4, DJ Shadow, 100 Miles and Running, N.W.A., New Jack Hustler, Ice-T, Cutting Rhythms, Tone Loke, Story to Tell, Ja Rule, Made You Look, Apache Remix, Nas, The Bomb, Ice Cube, Versus, Burial, Get Away, De La Soul, That's The Way We Like Em, TLC, Mr. Goodbar, LL Cool J, Troublesome, 92, Tupac, Daydreaming, Love It Dub, Massive Attack, It's All About The Hip Hop, Jurassic It's the late 70s in New York, specifically the South Bronx, which has the dubious honour of being seen as the murder, rape, robbery, aggravated assault and arson capital of America throughout this decade and the next. The heart has been ripped out of this community by the Cross Bronx Expressway and buildings are constantly burning due to almost complete urban neglect and decay, fire insurance scams and a skewed compensation policy that actually manages to encourage arson by residents. In the midst of this, Ma Scroggins, the matriarch of a large family, wants to keep her four younger girls away from gang violence and early pregnancy. She's seen her older children get into trouble with crime and drugs, so when the younger ones express an interest in playing music, she sees it as a way to keep them occupied. All her savings go into buying them instruments. Yes, all the New York cliches. All of them, all at once. Let's go on. There's no money left for music lessons, so the Scroggins girls practice at home. They soak up the rhythms of the Bronx, the sounds from block parties where DJs concoct sets from old funk records, looping James Brown breaks to keep the crowd dancing, the clatter of Latin percussion being played in the park at night, the playground chants and disco hooks. They try to cover their favourite tunes by using their cheap percussion, guitar, drums and a bass, but they soon realise that to expedite things, it's easier to write their own songs. That way, no one knows if you mess up while playing them. When Mask Roggins feels they're ready, she enters the teenage sisters into various local talent contests. 
The judge of one of these contests is Ed Bauman, the owner of 99 Records. Releases include Liquid Liquid, Glenn Branca, Bush Tetras, Maximum Joy. They don't win the contest, but Bauman takes them under his wing as a sort of unofficial manager and starts booking them at New York alternative clubs like Hurrah and the Mud Club, as well as disco venues like Danceteria and the legendary Paradise Garage. When a certain ratio play New York, they share the bill with ESG. Tony Wilson, the manager of Factory Records, asks the girls if they'd like to make a one-off record for him. Three days later, they're in the studio, recording with prolific producer Martin Hannett. Joy Division, New Order, Stone Roses, Happy Mondays, Magazine, Juriti Column, A Certain Ratio, OMD, Buzzcocks, U2, Need I Go On. ESG record two songs, You're No Good and Moody. They still have a few minutes of tape left, so Martin Hannett asks them if there's any more material, just to use up the reel. They decide on a song called UFO. The end result of this session is the first side of ESG's eponymous EP. The other side is three songs from a live set. Recording with Factory helps Ed Bauman form a partnership with the label. ESG release on Factory and subsequently 99 Records. They go on to release another EP called ESG Says Dance to the Beat of Moody in 1982. These tracks are on the next album, so only seek it out if you don't mind hearing it again. Also, some of these songs will pop up on later albums, but I think it's important to hear this EP first to get a feel for what it was that Ed Bauman and Tony Wilson saw in ESG.